0: All right, everybody, good to see you, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. For those of you uh, all the way in the Pacific, I guess it's Friday, so happy Friday for you guys. It's been, I hope, a good week for you today. It's Thursday night here in the United States. We're going to get to the prayers in just a minute, but I want to build off of what we were talking about last night. And the theme of tonight's message is trading in the counterfeit thing the enemy has for you for the valuable thing God has for you, because you're going to find you can't have both. And you're going to find that holding on to the counterfeit thing is what prevents you from getting the valuable thing. You know, before I met Kristen years ago, I was single. And I'll be honest with you, there were a lot of opportunities that I had to be with, you know, various women who were not saved. And were, I'm not saying they were bad people, but, you know, you you know when someone's filled with the spirit and when they're not. And there are certainly many examples of women who absolutely were not. And some of them were, were I'll be honest with you, in the in the flesh anyway, very attractive. And I remember one in particular, because I I really felt like the spiritual battle raging inside of me where she very much wanted uh, you know to go out with me and all these things. And I refused to do it. And I remember I remember something inside of me saying like, you know, you're the biggest idiot for saying no to her. Any other guy in your position would be all over her and, and, you know, you're never going to get anything like her and, and, you know, you're not getting any younger. That's what the enemy does, by the way, always wants to tell you that this is the best that there's going to be and you're going to miss this opportunity. But thankfully I had the spiritual discernment back then, and this was about nine years ago to say to myself, or maybe it was the Holy Spirit saying to me, if this is what the enemy has for you imagine how much better the thing is that God has for you. And I knew back then that I wasn't going to have to compromise anything, that the enemy wants you to say, all right, well, maybe God has something that's better here, but it's going to be inferior there. No, that if you, I gave up the other thing. I said no to the other thing. And in that place, I got Kristen, who is the most beautiful woman in the world. And she is superior by leaps and bounds to all these other women who I could have been with. Okay. But the the thing of it is, if I had been with them, then I could never have gotten to her. All right? So you have to reject the lie of the enemy that what he has for you is better than what God has for you. It, it totally, first of all, it doesn't make sense. And secondly, it totally contradicts the Bible. Matthew seven eleven. Jesus says, Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? He says, well, look, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in Heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? Okay? So you have to reject the lie that the, what the enemy has for you is somehow better than what God has for you or that God doesn't have anything for you. Okay? You have to understand God won't give these things to you as long as you're holding on to what the enemy is giving you. Okay? That was the point of last night's message that if you want the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, and peace, You have to throw away the fruits of the flesh, idolatry, sexual impurities, argumentativeness, anger, jealousy, dissensions, and the like, and replace them with patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You can't have both because they're self-contradictory. You know, I had another issue more recently that actually reminded me of this lesson. This is kind of a confession for everybody. One of my great interests in life is politics, and I'm especially adept at being really critical because I'm a lawyer, first of all, and writing really negative essays that if I want to could really belittle somebody, okay? And let's be honest, there are a lot of ridiculous people in politics, and politics is very important. It determines policy. It determines things like religious freedom. It has a direct impact on poverty and crime and all sorts of things that we're supposed to care about, right? And it's tempting at times when one involves themselves in such a field, to take the position that the ends justify the means. Do whatever you have to to win, or at least do things you otherwise wouldn't to win because you have to win in order to do the good things that you want to see done. And there are a lot of times where I will just have this brilliant essay in my mind that I want to write that really tears into somebody and, and in particular their intelligence and just mocks them and ridicules them and belittles them. But when I'm about to write it, something inside of me grabs me just a little. The spirit of the Lord is, is not usually loud, but he's he's noticeable and reminds me that that's not exercising meekness. That's not building people up. That's not glorifying God. It's glorifying me. It's satisfying, not the Holy Spirit, but a lust of my flesh. And I'll sometimes argue, I'll say, yeah, well, but it's so brilliant. I have all these witty lines in there. It's so funny and, and I can really make a point. And that might be true, But that's also a rationalization. That's me trying to justify doing things that I'm not supposed to do. And it occurred to me very recently that by holding on to that sort of thing, that sort of childish thing, the making fun of someone's intelligence or otherwise ridiculing them, even if they're bad people, even if I think it's for a good purpose, that is what prevents me from reaching for what God has for me that if i let go of that, God will replace it with something better. God will make me more respected and more influential because he'll replace the counterfeit thing the enemy has that holds me back with the valuable thing that will propel me forward, okay? And the valuable thing is always God's glory shining through me. That's the consistent thing, okay? He can't shine through sin. Paul talks about how it's important that we put aside childish things he said, when I was a baby, I acted like a baby. I ate like a baby. I spoke like a baby. But but when I grew up, I acted like a man. I speak like a man. Well, you have that choice too. You can choose to remain a child like for a while I was choosing to do, make fun of people's intelligence, that kind of thing. You can choose to remain a child in the spirit and have the inferior things. Or you can choose to trade those in for the valuable things, but you can't have both. You can't have the valuable things God has for you if you're holding on to the inferior things. To the counterfeit things. And so, my message for you tonight is simply this. If you're asking God for more, and we get prayer requests every night, and so we know you're all asking God for more, and you should be asking God for more, okay? If you're asking God for better, you have to take that leap of faith first and let go of that security blanket. Let go of that inferior life. You know, the counterfeit thing might look shiny, but everything that glitters isn't gold, okay? Let go of whatever it is you're holding on to, so God can give you the blessings that you've been praying for. That's my message for you tonight.
1: Awesome. What a great, what a great message and what a great connection of counterfeit things. You know, a couple of years ago, I remember God putting that on my heart of there's a counterfeit spirit in the churches. And I don't just mean that the church buildings, but the Christian movement, because the enemy is trying to come in and mimic things and we worship worship sometimes, or we, you know, instead of keeping our eyes on the Lord, it becomes this thing where we need to check our motives constantly and realize, are we in the church culture just creating this subculture for what reason, or is it really a culture of serving and honoring the Lord? I love how you drew that analogy too, about, um, your experiences, because I think sometimes in that new, you know, the new church subculture, um, you know, I love the emphasis obviously on forgiveness and come, come as you are, But it's not a stay as you are for our sake. We need to love. We need to have love. Absolutely. Um, But for our own sake, sometimes we let ourselves off the hook. You know, it used to be like people coming down on you and and the preaching was fire and brimstone. And now it's gone, I feel, just personal experience, it's gone the opposite way. And we kind of let ourselves off the hook and we say, it's no big deal. That's no big deal. And that's what the enemy wants to do because if he can say like what Jordan was saying about those analogies, you know, or um, you know examples in his life or whatever it is, um, we we can say, oh, it's it's no big deal. Oh, it's just a little thing I have. It's just it's just something, and that can be the thing that the enemy tries to use to take you down. So you need to get rid of that little thing um, mm-hmm. before it becomes the big thing. So that's that's really good, really amazing.
0: I just want to point something out. We just had someone comment on the page here and who's badly misrepresenting something I said, something I said. And it was that person who the other day uh, said she didn't care for my preaching. And it's fine. Then you don't have to listen to it. I don't care. But um, she said, she, here's what she says. I want to address it. She says, I'm sorry, but the first time I seen this guy, uh, he was talking about tithing. He said, if you were not giving t- 10% not to ask him for prayer or, or anyone else, because he wasn't going to pray for you. That's totally untrue. I, know, yeah. I I pray for people every night. I have no idea if you're tithing or not, but what I I absolutely said, and I'll repeat right now for Teresa Martinez, uh, is that if you're not tithing, you are literally robbing from God. That's exactly what the Bible says. You can look it up. If you are that that those who are not giving to God, those who are not tithing, are absolutely called they are they are absolutely robbing from God. And so I will pray for anybody, but I maintain that you should not expect God to bless you financially if you are not being faithful in your tithes. And that's straight from the Bible. And I'm sorry if that's offensive for some people. I don't I don't ask for tithes to me or to Kristen. We don't make a dollar doing this. I put my money into this. And 90% of our followers are not in the United States, okay? They're in places like the Philippines and Pakistan and India and Iran, lots of impoverished places, okay? And my goal by putting my money into this is not, which by the way, I don't even count as tithing. I tithe to churches. I don't count this as tithing. And and when I put my time into this every night, it's not so that I become the most popular internet prayer leader in Pakistan, okay? That's not my <laughs> goal in life, all right? I'm doing this because there's so many people right now who need spiritual breakthrough. And so I'm not saying... You need to tithe to glorify me. I, I don't accept money here. We've never asked anyone for a dime here. We don't even accept money. And people have offered to tithe into this ministry, and I've said no. Okay? So it's not about me. I'm trying to free people from different uh, spiritual bonds, basically. And one of the main things that keeps people back is, is not tithing. There are others, too. Lack of forgiveness is a, is a very big one. OK, but that particular message was about the importance of tithing. And I stand by that. I will still pray for anybody who wants right. to. will pray don't for everybody. Don't expect God to bless you financially if if you are doing what the Bible says is robbing from him. So that was the point of that message, uh, Miss Martinez.
1: <laughs> you got your lawyer hat on there too <laughs>
0: well, I'm you don't have to no, listen if you, nobody forces anyone to watch these messages if you don't want to no. watch them that's fine it's not going to hurt my feelings but, but if yeah. you're going to come onto the facebook page and misrepresent what i'm saying to everybody no, no. else exactly then i'm going to correct it so that's what and, it is and
1: and it's good point too to say yes we pray for every single person who asks for prayer there's absolutely. no, uh, <laughs> there's no, um, and great point. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, it kind of interesting actually that that comment came in when we we're talking about counterfeit spirit in churches, but, um, oh, no,
0: no, go. there you go. Talk about it.
1: I'm just saying, I, I probably shouldn't go there. No, I'm go sorry. there.
0: No, no. Make it happen. Captain. Let's go, oh, go God. there.
1: Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I want, you got to
0: rebuke it when you see it. Don't okay. let it get away.
1: So there's this kind of thing in, and, um, and, In churches and not just churches, all across where it becomes a very divisive, divisive spirit. Anything that puts down, if you're going to build something up, you can build it up in love. If you're going to say, um, you know, I I don't know if I agree with this or that, if you're going to, then you should have the fruits of the spirit to be able to to do that. And so, I think that's what we're seeing now. That's what the enemy has tried to do: come into churches and do that. So, I just thought that was an interesting connection. You know so and anyway.
0: I think I just demonstrated there that you can you don't have to be weak and timid you can right you can be forceful um, without giving in to the flesh
1: well you yeah understand? because you're speaking the truth you're saying this is what I said and um you know right. for everyone else's benefit um, that we will pray for people and this is what tithing is all about so absolutely mm. all right. so cool okay enough on that um <laughs> <laughs> so um I you know tonight I was just thinking about the Lord's perfection and um there's a great there's so many great verses about God's perfection and we're human we fall short of course of that perfection but in Christ we are made perfect there's two verses um actually two that tonight that I want to share one is one that I, I'm just now wrapping my brain around uh it says perfect perfect, even as your father in in heaven is perfect. And the first time I read that, I said, well, I'm not perfect. Jesus is perfect, but we are made perfect in Christ. We are hidden in Christ. So that's such a beautiful thing. Um, and then of course, another famous verse, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And that's in Hebrews. That's amazing. Lord, thank you. (laughs) Thank you that you are perfect God. Thank you that you have the answers. You know, a lot of people um, who are lost, who don't have you, God, who look to other gods of stone and gods of money and and fame and all sorts of things, Lord. To everybody, you know, it, something has to be made a god, whether it's self or it's just the way we are as humans. That 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 void though can only be filled with you. But people try to make something, a God. And thank you, Lord, that you are the only one true God. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, and you are perfection. You know, if we were looking to something that wasn't you as a God, Lord, it it couldn't fix our problems, and it certainly wouldn't be perfect. There's no perfect financial situation, no matter how much money you have. There's no perfect fame, life of fame, lifestyle. There's no perfect anything. There's no perfect anything outside of you, God. But everything is beautiful and everything is perfect in you. So thank you that you are perfection, God. You are perfect perfection, Lord. And thank you that in you we are made perfect. Lord, when we fall short, we have a tendency to want to just beat ourselves up and and feel so just almost hopeless, God, because we feel like we can't measure up or when we continue the same habit or when we feel like we've progressed in an area and then we feel like it's all for naught because we make one decision. We make one battlefield of the mind decision that that leads to other decisions. We make one attitude of the heart decision that leads to a domino effect or, and it just piles and piles and piles. Lord, maybe we remember that you, we fix our eyes on you. We fix our eyes on you. We don't look at what we've done and, and waller in that and, and stay in that place. We don't, we ask for your forgiveness and we ask, if we've hurt other people, we ask for their forgiveness, God. But we, we don't look to that. We, we look to you. Because you always have a fresh start. That's my word for your children tonight, Lord. Fresh start. I feel like a lot of people need a fresh start. Lord, just like David said, search me, God. Lord, the attitude of the heart, the motives of the heart. God, we're not perfect. There's there's some stuff in there. There's some things. There's some really good stuff that you put in there. And then there's some some really rotten stuff, God. Take out that stuff that's not of you, Lord, and replace it with more of you. Lord, we pour out ourselves. We sit at your feet and we say, God, you are perfect. You are holy. I hide myself in you and because you are perfect we are made perfect in your image lord and you get it lord you understand you understand every single thing we feel we think you understand every security insecurity lord there's not one person on the face of this earth that has not does not battle with some sort of insecurity some sort of fear or worry if they let if they let it lord but I just pray over every single person's fear, insecurity, whatever it is, Lord, struggle. God, that you would pour down your spirit and you would say, look, my masterpiece. That you, that, that you, your children would know that they are your masterpiece. You're not just making a masterpiece of our lives. You are doing that too. But we are the masterpiece, God. You are the painter. We are the canvas. And you are taking your paintbrush, and you are making a masterpiece. And when we have those moments where we slip up, God, you're taking it and you're saying, "Okay, let's put this into the painting as a beautiful masterpiece." That's for somebody tonight. You cannot. You have not gone too far. You have not. You feel like you've disappointed God, but God's arms are wide open to you. He's bringing restoration. He's bringing new situations. He's bringing peace. Oh, Lord, may we keep our eyes on you. There's so many other things in this life that we could put our eyes on. There's so many things, Lord, that could distract us. God, every day, Lord, give us the strength to keep our eyes on you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. And we want to run the race that you've set out for us, God. God, though we fail you, you will never fail us. You will never leave us or forsake us. And you've got everything in the palm of your hand, and you are perfect. Lord, take our hearts. Take what we have. We love you, and we want to be made in your image. We we were made in your image, but we want to continually be that masterpiece. We want to allow you, Lord. We are the clay. You are the potter. We want to allow you to make this beautiful masterpiece, Lord. If The thing that we can't get over, the thing that continually, like Jordan talks about, about the counterfeit thing, the thing that we're gripping onto, Lord, help us to release that. Help us to identify it and release it. And may you just pour your spirit out as we become the most beautiful painting in your embrace, in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. 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 All right, we got a bunch of people who are joining us live, who are already sending in prayer requests. So let's get through.
1: Great. Um,
0: what I've done here is the ones that were submitted to us ahead of time. I've kind of grouped them a little bit into topics. And what I noticed is we have six of them that are asking for healing. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray. For, I'm going to mention all these people. I'm going to pray for them all at once. And then, uh, Kristen, I'll give you the next group of people, okay? Okay, great. All right, so Laika says, I am from Namibia. My husband is sick with skin cancer. Pray him in Jesus' name. His name is Mukuni David. Okay, so we're going to pray for Laika's husband who has skin cancer. V says, please help us pray to the Lord God our fast recovery for my brother Elmer, who is in the hospital right now. We're going to pray for V's brother Elmer. Shadid said, Dear Jordan and Kristen, please pray for my daughter. She's six years old and has an eye problem. Pray that God will hear her, heal her and remove her glasses. And also, please pray for my job. It's still closed due to coronavirus. Ranit says, Pray for my surgery. Eunice says, Pray for my healing. And John says, Please help our family and relatives have good health always and stay safe from, from danger and from sickness. All right, so we're going to pray for all these people. Father God for like who's praying for her husband, for V who's praying for Elmer, for Shadid, who's praying for his daughter, for Reneet, who's praying for surgery and Eunice for healing and John for his family. Your word says when we do what's right, you bless our food and water and keep sickness far from us. Okay. Your word says you were made a curse so that we could made a blessing. Your word says by your stripes, we were healed. Okay. And on the cross, you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. So you have authority over death and sickness. And in fact, you commanded us, you told your disciples to go out into the world and not just preach the gospel, but actually to heal the sick and in fact, to raise the dead even. Okay, so if you've told people to raise the dead, then God, I can pray certainly for the living. I speak against the skin cancer in like his husband. I order it removed. I order his skin to be perfectly healed. I pray for a supernaturally fast recovery for V's brother Elmer, who's in the hospital right now. And I pray that while he's in there, he's a blessing to everybody else in the hospital. I pray for Shadid, and in particular Shadid's daughter, I pray for her eyes, that she has perfect vision, that she never needs glasses, even though I'm wearing glasses right now. But I pray that whatever her eye problem is, that she doesn't need glasses that she that she sees perfectly. God, you gave sight to the blind, to the point that even the blind person said, I don't know where this person came from. All I know is I was blind and now I see. God, I know that not only can you heal Shadid's daughter, I know that you want us to ask you to do that. And so we ask that that's received. I pray, God, that Rainit's surgery goes well. And in fact, that when the doctors get in there, maybe they even find that it's unnecessary. I pray for Eunice's healing in her body, but also in her mind and her spirit. And I pray for John and his family and his relatives that they always have good health and they're safe from any danger. You know, when you see something that says always have good health, your first instinct is like, all right, well, no one's always going to be healthy. We're all going to get sick. You know what? Why should we even have that mentality? I like that prayer, John. Yeah. I pray that you and your family and your relatives will always have good health and always be safe from, da- from danger. Like I said to start this prayer God, your word says when we do what is right, you will bless our food and water and keep sickness far from us. So I'm speaking that. I'm claiming that for John and his family, for Eunice, for Rainit, for Shadid, for V, for Laika and their loved ones. We pray these are good works, and we pray we get praise reports from them. We pray that everyone else sees what a miracle you've done in their lives and that you get the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. I told you I'd give you a batch, but actually I'm going to give you a different one, Kristen. This is... Um, Sumith from Sri Lanka sent us a picture of their church and he's saying the problem they're having there. And I don't know, he was kind of vague about this because the problem is that the Hindus and the Buddhists in that area are against that church mm. and yeah. they're, go- they're putting them through a difficult situation. Now look, God tells us you know, to love everybody and, and we have a lot of Hindus and Buddhists in the United States. And so I'm not criticizing them on a personal level, We certainly love everybody, and we're eager to to share God's love with them. But what this person specifically is saying is that in his area of Sri Lanka, there are Mm -hmm. a group of Hindus and a group of Buddhists who are causing him problems over there. Okay, And his English is kind of poor, and it's hard for me to understand what he's saying. Um, But that's the the gist of it. So, Kristen, if you could just pray against that situation. That person's name is Sumith from Sri Lanka.
1: All right, Sumith. Well, Sri Lanka is a something that is close to my heart. I have, um, my parents, my, my mom knew a missionary from Sri Lanka, uh, and their family, even when she was a little girl. And I have missionary friends in Sri Lanka right now, actually. Um, so I, I know a little bit about what's going on there and, um, God bless you for the work that you are doing, Sumith, um, you and, and the other pastors. And we do pray. We pray that, um, we pray for supernatural favor. We pray. Um, I can't wait to hear the praise report on this. I can't wait to hear that all of these Hindus and Buddhists that are bucking this came to know the Lord through this experience and how their minds, their hearts of stone were turned to hearts of flesh and that um, that God made a way where there is no way. Lord, We pray for all the people who have a veil in front of their eyes, who can't see clearly that you are the Lord. We just pray that you would break hearts for you, Lord. And we pray for your church to be rooted firmly in Sri Lanka and and places all over this world. And for Sumith and, and their mission, God, give them enduring faith and grace and open the doors, open the doors of their church, open the doors of their destiny. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Good work. All right. We have a few that um, financial prayers here for Shaquille. He says, hello, Jordan and Kristen. God bless you. My name is Shaquille from Pakistan. I like this. He says, I love God. So I like your page. So uh, pray for me because I have no job. And then Jazlyn says, praise God. Hallelujah. Pray for me. I need a job and financial breakthrough and also divine healing in Jesus name. It actually occurs to me also that Shadid for my previous prayer was also praying for a job. So, First of all, Father God, as far as my healing prayer before, I pray that for Jaslyn also, that she requires divine healing. I pray that you just descend that upon her. Guys, for all of you guys who are praying for divine healing, I strongly recommend you go back and watch the video I did a couple weeks ago about the importance of taking communion. We had two communion videos in a row, one where we actually took communion. You can, you know, whenever you want to take it, you can just watch our video and take it with us. But the video before that explained the importance of, of really you know, taking the body of Christ if you're asking God to heal your body. So I would recommend you go back and watch that. As far as financial breakthrough, well, let me repeat what some people don't like to hear. First of all, if you're asking God for a job or any kind of financial blessing, don't forget it's important to be tithing. God loves a generous giver. And as you give, by the way, the Bible says, so shall it be given to you. And by the way, that's not just true in, in finances. God says that about other things too. Mercy, for example. You know, as you show mercy, you'll be shown mercy. Uh, as you show forgiveness, so you'll be shown forgiveness. Okay, so th- th- there's this principle It's repeated over and over that if you're going to ask God for something or down the road required of him, you better be sure you're showing it to other people now. Okay, so, so number one, to my friends Shaquille and Jazlyn, make sure that you're tithing, number one. And even if you only have a little, and I'm so thankful for that homeless woman, Kristen, or formerly homeless woman,
1: who Stephanie,
0: Stephanie, who wrote to us and she was homeless. We said, look, if you're holding any amount of money back that God told you to give, make sure you do it. And she, uh, she said, God revealed that she had $12 she held back. She gave it in. And within two weeks, she tells us she's moving into a new home. Oh, and by the way, she found a a Christian husband. So that's that's the power of, of the, it's not, it's the act of faith. It's not the amount of money. It's the amount of faith behind that. Yeah. Yeah. For Shaquille and Jasmine, I pray that God opens up the doors for you that you need to get the job that He has for you at the right time for the right price. And I pray that all the other people who didn't give you the job realize what fools they were, but also that you forgive them because if that if God doesn't want you to have the job, he's probably what's preventing you from getting it. All right. So we pray a great job for these people that they advance greatly in, where they can be a great influence to others. In Jesus' name. Amen. Kristen Manoj says, pray for me my, that my family and I may have peace and peace also in my country. It didn't tell us what country, though.
1: Yes, Lord, you give the peace that passes understanding. And you promise that it will guard our hearts and minds. And I pray that for Manoj and, and his family. Lord, you love the family. You love the family unit. It's something so close to your heart. You created it. God, I just pray for peace. Peace in, in Manaj's family and all families. Peace, peace in the marriage and peace in parental relationships and and children and and just relatives. Just pray for your peace and and not just within relationships, but for all of them to feel that you have your their, you have their back. you have a purpose, you have a hope and a future. and for that entire country, whatever country that is, and all countries, Lord. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. Amen. I want to say hello to our friends who are joining us. Imran Badi uh, from Pakistan. Hey. Says, Thank you, brother, Pakistan, Lahore. God bless you this morning, Pakistan time. Dalia Rodizma is joining us again from the Philippines. Nice hey. to see you, Dolly. One of our friends, Cheryl hey. Mendoza, Kristen, uh, writes hey, Cheryl. to Cheryl, She says, hello, how are you both, both of you, sister and brother? Please help me to pray for my total healing and son, Dave Mendoza, Tim Kang, and James Kirk Tim Kang. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thanks. Kristen, why, I know you just prayed, but why don't you pray for them again? Pray Absolutely. For
1: Lord, we, we press through for Cheryl. This is a bold woman of faith. She keeps pressing. She keeps mm-hmm. claiming her healing and claiming for her kids. She has a great heart of a, a mother. There's something so strong about that. And she has a heart for those kids. And Lord, we know, we know that you are not she has not given up and you are not giving up on her or her kids lord so i pray for total healing and total restoration and just total your purpose and will and and i i pray that we receive an amazing prayer praise report from Cheryl god thank you that even even though we may not see it now you are working behind the scenes lord and you are delivering the miracle right on time in jesus name amen
0: Amen. Al Ray Sambu, someone new, I don't recognize this person, says good morning. Walking hey. from Riyadh. Ooh. Please pray for me and my whole family in the Philippines. Riyadh is uh Saudi Arabia, is it not? I'm gonna I go. Don't know. I think I'm right. I could be wrong. I think I'm Separate right. Jeopardy well, question. Well, all right. Um, good morning to you in Riyadh, and we're gonna pray for you and your whole family in the Philippines. Thank you, and God bless. Okay, well. Father God, wherever he is, you know where he is, and you know where the Philippines are. And we love the Philippines here. I think it's the country where we have the most followers, believe it or not. We pray that you bless this person mightily, God. It's it's a short prayer, but that doesn't mean it's not impactful. You know, You Jesus healed the woman with the issue of blood without her even saying anything. All she did was touch the hem of his garment, and, and she was healed. So it's not, in, it's not in the words sometimes, it's, it's in the faith, it's in the stretching out. But just as she stretched out her hand to touch Jesus' cloak, God, so our Ray here is stretching out his hand for himself and his whole family, and I ask that you bless him mightily, that you protect them, that you bless them financially so that they have all their needs met, and so that they can be a blessing to other people. We thank you. We thank you that you are protecting him and his whole family, keeping them from accident, illness, and injury, and that you just give them the peace that passes understanding, total comfort. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Sonia Codrington, nice to see you. Says good night to us. Someone named Martin Cervenek is writing in some kind of Nordic language that I can't read, but it looks I can't read it, but I can tell what the name Jesus looks like. So nice to see you, Martin. Prince. Fafure Sunday Adonai. The word is cut off, so I can't read it. But Prince Fafure Sunday says, Good morning from Nigeria. Please pray for me. God should fulfill every long promise, and you should open the book of remembrance for me.
1: Awesome. Well, I love all these. uh... And the cultural things where you guys have prince and princesses and all of this. I, I love that. And we're all royalty in the kingdom of God. So that's wonderful. Um, so we pray for you, Prince Before we, I'm sorry, I can't read it that close. And um, so I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, but God, God knows. And we pray that's a beautiful prayer. We pray that, and we know that God is going to fulfill those promises. He is, never goes back on his word his promises do not return void. If he said it and he sent the word forth, the minute he sent that word forth, it's not going to fall to the ground. It's going to accomplish what um, what was meant to be sent. So I just want to give that encouragement to you. And the book of remembrance, yes, you will have, you will be in the Lamb's book of life and you will be um, in, in that book because you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's a, a promise he has for you. And you're going to hear that well done, good my good and faithful s- servant at the end of your life. And, and every day, not just the end of your life. God has so many promises for you. So you just hold on to that, seek his face, and he has so many things for you.
0: All right. Nick Mullins says, can y'all pray for Kristen? She was in a bad accent. So obviously not you, Kristen, but a different Kristen. Right. All right. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you come to Kristen right now.
1: Yes, Lord.
0: Who was in this accident. First of all, that you give all her family and loved ones total peace.
1: Yes. Just put God. your hands
0: on their shoulders and calm them down. Yes, God. God, we pray total healing over her, a quick convalescence, a miracle work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, this is a bad accident, but it doesn't mean it has to have a bad injury or long term effects. Mm-hmm. God, we pray she's totally restored. Yes, Lord. That she's better than, ever, better than ever physically, and more than that, that she's better than ever spiritually, that she's closer to you than ever before, that yes. other of her loved ones become closer to you than ever before, that they all step out in their faith here, mm-hmm.
1: and they believe
0: God for a miracle, which we're believing for right now. Yes, God. And we are, we're asking you, God, to heal this woman, and that the, they write back to us and give us a praise report. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I think i missed oh i'm sorry this sometimes it scrolls down because other people are writing yeah nyla zare who's watching us from the philippines says i hope someone can help me for medicine and food that my children may need please
1: ahead, all, right. all right nyla well we we can pray for you um god has promised to supply all your needs he knows what you need. You know he knows what your children need. And Lord, I just pray however you want to do that, Lord. Lord, you know these children and this mother that they need food, they need medicine. You know exactly what they need, Lord. However you want to do that. You want to prompt somebody, put on somebody's heart. That's fine, Lord. You want to give her the resources, you want to give her the money, you want to give her whatever, Lord. How whatever way you want to do it, Lord. But you know we know that you don't want us to live in lack. We know that you do not want us to suffer, Lord. So we just ask for your solutions, Lord. And we just ask for your provision in this. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Melda Aberry agu says, please pray for me. I need healing and financial breakthrough. And her, you probably can't see this on your screen, Kristen, because it's very small. But her Facebook profile picture is a cross, And under it just says, I owe it all to Jesus.
1: Nice. Well,
0: how true, oh. is that? Father God. This is obviously somebody whose heart is in the right place. Somebody who you know by name. You have all of the hairs of her head numbered. You were there when she was born. You've been there through all of the good times and the bad with Amelda, and now she needs to come. She needs you to come to her in total power, in healing and financial breakthrough. God, heal her physically, her mentally. Heal her relationships. Heal her emotionally. And God, provide her with the finances she needs to be a blessing to other people. Ours is not a spirit of lack. We don't serve a poor God. Mm. And so we know that regardless of where someone is, even if they're living in a poor country, even if all of their ancestors have been poor, even if they've been poor their whole lives, that you can break the curse of poverty. And I'm just going to take this opportunity right now to break the curse of poverty over the Philippines, over Mm. Fiji, over Sri Lanka, Papua New Guinea, Pakistan, India, uh, Afghanistan, anything that ends in a stand, yes, Lord. Central and South America, the United States, everywhere there is poverty. Everywhere there's a curse of poverty. I pray, I, pr- I speak against it in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray again for Imelda to experience the healing and financial breakthrough that she comes to us in faith to ask you for, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, Omar Ahmad says, I have a prayer request. Can you please pray to Jesus to answer my prayers I've been praying for for five years?
1: Oh, yes. And I see what the end says. I've been waiting so long. Omar, oh, yeah. Omar I understand. Um, and I, I know that there are so many people listening that understand um, about long prayers. Uh, I had a preacher friend who used to say, there are some rocket prayers that get answered like that, and there's some turtle prayers that have a long time to get answered. God knows why, um, and he really does, and he cares. I've had prayers that I had, had to wait and pray for many, many years. Like what? Um, oh, I don't know, waiting for the right person to come into my life, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and so many different things. And uh, I've had prayers where I prayed – Probably 13, 14, 15 years. So, um, you know, so so that's just to encourage you. I'm not bragging and saying, well, I had to wait longer. I'm just saying that, um, that God's delay is not his de- denial. But I do understand your he- healthy discontentment where you say, God, you know, sometimes it's a waiting thing. It's not the right season. But that doesn't mean that God doesn't have the answer. And sometimes it's God's waiting on you. And sometimes it's just learning to praise in the hallway. So we just pray. First of all, I just pray for peace because I know that's the biggest thing, is sometimes you just need, even if it's not the right season, you just need to know that it's coming. So you just need to know if it's a promise that God has given you. Like I said before, his word will not return void. He will fulfill his promise to you in the perfect season. He has your best interest at heart. That's what you need to know first and foremost. Um, secondly, every prayer is going to come down on you like an avalanche of prayers. Every prayer you pray, there's there's no wasted prayer. It's like a trust fund of prayers. So you just keep praying because you're building that. That's never wasted. And we do pray for your breakthrough. Thirdly, we pray um, that you're feeling that healthy discontentment. And if you feel like you're hitting a wall, we pray breakthrough. We pray the grace, for the finishing grace and the breakthrough that you need. And we pray that that whatever you're praying for, that God would supply that need right now and give you the peace and give you the endurance, and and give you the answer that you're seeking. In Jesus' name, amen. Did we
0: pray for Nareesh Paul? Did I skip this one accidentally? Who's praying for pain in his right leg? No, not yet. All right. Well, Father God, and we have a lot of prayer requests coming in, so I'm going to have to truncate these um, in terms of how long they are, but, you know, they're still important. So, Father God, I pray for Nareesh's leg. You know, just like I pray against the pain I sometimes have in my fingers, I pray that he's got a perfectly healed right leg that's perfectly functional. We rebuke any arthritis, any tendon or muscle muscular or, or any other kind of problems. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And i gonna pray real quick also for Gracie Perez, who simply says that she's praying for the Philippines. Please pray for me and my family. God bless. Father God, I pray for Gracie's family in the Philippines. We pray for all the Philippines. Again, we pray for Gracie in particular. Uh, and I pray that she becomes a great um missionary who who in in the Philippines, someone who preaches boldly and who stands up for Christ in Jesus name. Amen. All right, oh, Kristen, I saved another big one for you. I save right? all the really like heavy hitting ones for you.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: all right. so Juanita Rajan Nareen says, "Please pray for me. It's been almost two months since i recovered from the coronavirus. Oh, well, praise Christ God for that. But I'm not feeling like myself anymore. I've developed anxiety and depression. I'm always afraid and panicking over every little pain I have. Also, please pray for my friend, for my friend's dad. He's in the hospital recovering from coronavirus as well. So it's, okay. it's for her and her dad, a friend's right. dad.
1: Juanita, right, is the name?
0: Juanita, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Juanita, I- I'm sure you recognize this. The enemy is trying to rob your joy and take away your testimony. Because mm-hmm. you have an amazing testimony. You recovered from this coronavirus. And the enemy's trying to say to you, no, 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 no you have this pain here. And well, maybe it's not gone. maybe it's not. And you just need to come against him and say, stop, because you are a bold, mighty woman of faith. You are a mighty woman of faith. And you need to see yourself the way God sees you. So first of all, we praise God that mm-hmm. you have recovered from this. Praise God and we pray for your dad's friend who is in the hospital. We pray and we praise God that he's going to recover from this. And we pray that everything would line up with the will of God. And I know that uh, Jordan said about the curse of poverty that we prayed for. I also pray, pray, take this opportunity to pray against the curse of sickness and um, the curse of hypochondria. And I'm not saying that you're a hypochondria, but... um, just with with relating to anxiety and depression. And that kind of falls into fear of sickness. So you can be sick and then you can just be afraid of being sick. And it's just, or every little thing, like my toe hurts or whatever. Um, So I just pray against that for the entire world. And certainly for you, Juanita, that you would instead be able to have, again, the peace that passes understanding to know that God has healed you to believe that in your heart and to not have any anxiety or depression. We know that's from the pit of hell that you don't, that has no place in you or your family. And you instead are going to go around rejoicing. Look at what God has done in me. Look at how God has healed me and that you're going to be able to breathe in the spirit, breathe in God's opportunity for you. He has so much for you and you, you don't have to live in that place. You are not subject to the enemy in that place, but you are above and you have crushed Satan under your feet. So just know that and instead replace that with God's God's love and God's peace. May God's peace guard your heart, guard your mind. It's just a facade. The enemy's trying to do this to you. And you can defeat him in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Wanna say hi to Charlie Stevens? Who we prayed for last night up in Alaska. Uh, who left us a very nice message yesterday, much more nice than the one I read at the beginning of the show. And uh <laughs> Charlie, thank you for that. And we're keeping you in our prayers as far as that court case you have going on. And also, thank you for the blessing that you're being to other people by sending out all these heart emojis to them. It's good to see yes. you. Yes. Give me one second here. Very cool. Charlie Stevens awesome. God bless you, Jordan. And Kristen, thank you.
1: Awesome. I love the community that is developing. So
0: nice. nice. Jean Cardano Gore, sorry, Kristen, says, Please pray for my family, my husband, and one of my sons who have no work now because of the pandemic. Father God, we pray for Jean Cardano Gore. In fact, I'm reading her. I can barely read her profile picture. It says, Pray for the whole world. Stay safe. We pray for her in particular, her family, her husband, her sons. We pray for an end to this pandemic. In fact, in New Jersey, I saw there's now an uptick in cases again since they're starting to reopen. Um, so we pray against that whole pandemic. We pray, God, that you just squish this thing under your feet in Jesus' name. We pray for her her, her husband and her sons to get back to work. Father God, also, I pray for a lot of people in the United States, including my business, my father's business, Kristen's business. Uh, I pray for all of our businesses to resume normalcy and get us back to work as well. You know, get it, get the employees back to work and and off of unemployment. Uh, I just just pray that God, you just bring you just bring everybody back, and um, just re- just eliminate this virus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Sadi Mangal says a very good night to both of you, Jordan and Kristen. I thank you. Hey. Give me one second. Did you guys? Oh, I think I might have missed Travis. Did you guys pray for my future wife and wife of my heart? Okay, I might have missed that one. Kristen, can you go ahead and pray for Travis's future wife and wife of his heart?
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Future wife and wife of your heart. That's <laughs> um, Travis. I'm I'm assuming that you haven't met this person yet. I think it right. Jordan, would you? I mean, it doesn't matter.
0: praying for a wife.
1: Okay, okay. That's what I was assuming. But honestly, it doesn't matter. God knows, so it doesn't matter. Um, Travis, we pray that that God would bring that person, um, that God has put it on your heart, and he has that woman for you, and she's out there praying the same thing um, for you as well, which is a neat thought. So um, we just pray that she is a woman of faith and a woman who helps you fulfill God's calling on your life and you on hers. And if there's anything that you... Um, you or or that she needs to um, you know resolve before you come together that we pray that that's resolved and uh, we pray that God would lead you to together in Jesus name amen
0: amen Marilyn Barrios Ayala says please pray that God provides all the needs of all the people and God protect my family and give me the strength to praise him father God I pray for Marilyn I also pray you know she she asked for the needs of all people father God Uh, It's your will that none should perish, but all should come to you. So, God, I pray that all people's needs are met throughout the entire world for an end to hunger, for an end to poverty, for an end to homelessness, for an end to addictions, for an end to all sicknesses, for as ambitious as, as that is. I figure I pray for an end to all of them. And if we hit some of them, then all the better. So, God, we also pray for protection for Marilyn's family. And we pray, she says, for the strength to praise you. I'm not really sure what that means. Because you can praise God in the spirit. So Marilyn, I just pray that you resolve to praise God. Because, uh, you know, the, the Bible says "Let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Right? So if you have breath, you can praise God. And so I, I pray that you w- will do that. And I pray that your needs will be met. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Charlie Stevens says, thank you for remembering me in prayers. Absolutely. Juanita says, mighty prayer, Kristen.
1: Oh, thank, thank you, Juanita. God is good. Great to see you again.
0: All right. A couple more of the, I'm going to give you two at once and then we're going to close out the uh, live chat ones. Okay. Uh, Nalina says she's pray for her. She's not feeling good. And Joyce says she needs prayer to overcome anxiety and panic attacks and dizziness. She's in the Fiji islands. So Nalina and Joyce, and then we'll we'll finish off.
1: We pray for Nalina and Joyce, Lord. Um, I'm feeling with both of these. I know that Joyce said about panic attacks, but I'm praying for. I'm f- feeling with both of these that it's definitely the enemy trying to threaten that they have a beautiful purpose, and the enemy is just trying to trying to get in on something that he thinks he can attack an, an area that he thinks um, that he can have territory. And we know that that is just not true. God, you will not let this happen. N- Nina and Joyce love you, God and they're they're asking they're reaching out for you and you will not let them go hungry in in that sense you will fill every desire lord we break we break anxiety i am so sick and tired of the enemy trying to take people down with anxiety with with smoke and mirrors with imagined things with things that are just in In Jesus' name, we pray against the spirit of anxiety across America, across this world. In Jesus' name, we replace it with your boldness, Jesus. We replace it with you, God. And we pray that for Nalini and Joyce. Lord, we pray for your spirit to be so strong in them, for your boldness, for your peace, God, that passes understanding, for them to just live in your rest, to enjoy. Lord, the enemy is trying to take away rest from people so that we can't think, so our minds are continually racing, so that we can't can't even take a moment to worship you and to think and, and be in that place. But may we live in that place, God. And that's what I pray for these two women, Lord. And I pray for their bodies to line up with the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: And I'm going to just finish out with some people who sent us very quick two or three-word prayer requests, maybe a little longer. And these are still important, but they're, you know, short and non-specific. So David just said, pray for me. Sihar says, pray for my job. Kasir says, pray for my family. Samo just says prayer. Silavanusi says, pray for me. Semi says, pray for me. Again, I pray for Semi. We'll continue to do so. And Sima says, pray for my family in Fiji. So God, for David, Sahar, Kassir, Samo, Silavanusi, Semi, and Sima, How's that for alliteration?
1: That was really Sebar, good.
0: Sahar, Samo, Silavanusi, <laughs> Semi, and Sima, And Quasar and David. God, we pray that all of their needs are met, whatever they are. Their spiritual needs, their emotional needs needs in their relationship, their financial needs, their health, everything. I pray that also for all the other people who joined us tonight, even if it was only for a moment, God, I pray that these people are raised up as great leaders in their communities, that people who are right now, they see themselves maybe as victims who need prayer, but God, we see them as victors who you put on the earth, okay, to advance the kingdom and to speak boldly on your behalf and to be shining lights in dark places. So my prayer for all these people, Father God, is that they all, realize through you that they can do all things. Yes, that you put them on this earth for a purpose that your will is to prosper them and not to harm them, to give them a hope and a future. We pray that to realize for all those people in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, we in the call to salvation, please.
1: Yes. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and savior, this is the perfect moment. No time like the present. So just follow after me, dear Jesus. I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so happy for you. Uh, Definitely uh, leave us a message or a comment. Um, and we want to help you get your walk started with Christ.
0: Great job, Kristen. Hey guys, listen, thanks for joining us tonight. If you didn't see the beginning of the show, I recommend that when the video is over and Facebook lets you watch it from the beginning, go watch it. It's a pretty good message. Also, you get to see me, uh, uh, scold. I don't know what the word is, Kristen. You get to see me, uh, defend myself against somebody who was spreading a lie about me right on my own Facebook page here. Uh, I wouldn't say it's scold, but I certainly rebuked. Let's say uh, that you can, you can, Go yes,
1: ahead. you proclaim the truth. God, that's truth. right.
0: We speak, we speak truth to lies. So, if you want to go watch that, it's it's a good few minutes. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it was it was a good message, and honestly, even even in me rebuking her, there's another good message in there about tithing. Yeah. So, we're not going to let anybody. We're not going to give the enemy an opportunity to use his platform to spread lies. And that's just how it is, because honestly, what we're doing here to help you guys is way too important. And I'm not, I'm not going to give the enemy any space. And that's just how it is. And all you right? know
1: what? On that note, we pray for her. We pray that she, um, that God would, you know, do what he needs to do in her heart. So, Absolutely. Yes.
0: All right. Well, Father God, we certainly pray for her as well. But God, thank you for all these people. I pray that you bless them abundantly. Guys, Uh, Thanks again for joining us. We'll be here tomorrow again, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, please, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570
1: and FM 102.3.